With so many RV types and makes out there to choose from, deciding on what setup would work best for you or anybody is a daunting task. So the three of us are going to play a little matchmaking game today with some totally real hypothetical characters. Hypothetically real. That's right. To see if we can come up with the perfect RV for each one of them. Well, it seemed like a better game to play than us just telling people all the things that they needed to buy if they were going to, like, be a certain person. I like so this. It's like seemed it's, more fun. It's like the match game or the mat, not dating the match game? game, the dating game. Yeah. Yes. What's it? Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. I don't know. I'm just. Yeah. Y'all are both kind of close on the music. OK. How's it go? There. No. How's it go? I don't know. I, we have to look it up. I, I like <laughs> she knows. She doesn't but want you're, to. You're just not quite there yet. I can tell. <laughs> All right. Well, we may hit the bullseye on this or we may, we may be way off. So we'll just record this, put it out there and maybe someone will uh, correct us or cheer us on yeah. in the comments. Uh, we might delete it later. Like yeah. Play along and see if you would pick the same campers that we would for these people. You know, sometimes I'm surprised at who walks in the door and what they pick. Mm hmm. Sometimes I'm not, but sometimes, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's see what happens. All right. Welcome to the RV Small Talk Podcast, where we talk about lightweight trailers, truck campers, and the people, places, and adventures that go right along with them. We are your hosts from Princess Craft RV. I'm Clint. I'm PJ. And I'm Lindsay. You didn't come up with some other name to name yourself today? No, I'm not feeling very creative. Uh-oh. Oh, man. It's a bad day to play a game then. Oh, well... She'll get into it. She'll get into it. She's got uh, sparkling water with no caffeine in it. This is going to be rough. Well, I brought my caffeine, so I'm both feet in. Well, there we go. All right. If you would like to check out the show notes or show notes from any other episode that we've ever done, go over to RVSmallTalk.com. You can find us on social media. Just look us up, RV Small Talk Podcast. We do have a community group there. Don't forget that we also have a YouTube channel. So if you want to see what it looks like when we're talking in the microphones, then hop on over to YouTube. Subscribe to that channel. If you are in any podcast player, you can subscribe. Do that. Also, do that. Do, do that. Do Be that. sure you do that. And also, leave us a positive, um, I don't know, rating? Rating? Yeah, rate, rate and review? Rate and review if you're on Apple Podcast. Oh. It really helps. Thanks. If any podcast that you're on will let you, rate and review there too. People, people like that. That's how they choose things. <laughs> She keeps on saying I guess that's why people say da 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 instead of da 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 is kind of like manamana. I know. No, it was actually just cute, like your face when you were doing it. Well, it all just came to me. Hey, wait, I know what that song is. Yeah. All right. Y'all out there, you remember the dating game, right? Yeah. And we have something cool happening right now that has never happened before. <laughs> we have something happening right now that has never happened before? Yes. Never um, happened before. In the history of the world? In the history of the world. Okay. And especially in the history of this podcast. What? I... I'm not falling asleep. Yet. <laughs> no, come on. I, come on. 
I even got up and flipped the switch. Oh, uh, our signs. Yes. We fancy, y'all. We'll uh, maybe put a picture of it in the show notes. But we got um, old school yet modern build recording signs that we flip yeah. a switch so that the rest of the dealership knows not to come in the door and Back disturb off. us. <laughs> we are kind of in a fishbowl here. You know, we have windows all around. So mm. people walk by and it's so funny. We'll be sitting here recording something and they stick their head in and they think they're being real stealth and they whisper. Right. And it's like, what? what I, I can't pay attention. I don't know what you need. Surely it can wait another half an hour. Right? Or Shirley? learn sign language. Oh, I guess. It can. Uh, wait, wait, Stop wait, wait. calling me Shirley. They okay. would, it would require two people at least to learn sign language because one person okay. learning it is kind of useless. <laughs> it's not helpful. <laughs> I already know sign language, so we're good. I will receive the message. I can read the language on signs if it's English. Uh, well, we do have locks on our doors now. We, we could just lock them. We out. renovated the office, yes, and uh, we didn't have door handles or locks uh, for I don't know ten months, and we got those a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We are just really like high tech around here. I'm so impressed with us. Door locks are very high tech. Yes. Yes. Well, door um, knobs. Our doors <laughs> actually. I wasn't even <laughs> expecting locks. I just wanted a way to turn um, the beat around the handle love to hear percussion well they were just kind of floating in the breeze all the time the doors so now they (laughs) they latch closed or they hang open so we are in a fishbowl like i'm just like looking out and like i can see everything yeah but i'm kind of like a goldfish though you two are wearing this gold color because once i do one lap around this uh, fishbowl i have no idea what's going on Yeah. A little plastic castle is a surprise have every I time. Have I been here before? Well, I was really glad to have recording signs. I think that's, it's just super fun. Yeah. Super fun to do. So today's the first day. So I need we'll to We'll see who that. bothers us. That's right. We'll see who helps. All right. So here's the game. Okay. Here's the game. Okay. So I dreamed up some truly relatable, but fake and hypothetical characters. So do we need to say that disclaimer like they do in the movies about any um, similarities between real people and these fake people? Purely coincidental. Purely coincidental. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably good. So that's that's our disclaimer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If this looks and sounds like you, it's probably not you, but it, it... if we know you, it might be based on you, but it's not really. Well, of all the, I don't know, sort three of. billion, 300 billion, I don't know how many billion people in the world, we're going to be hit close to home on with somebody. Yeah, but three billion people are not going to hear the podcast, so I think podcast. we're safe. Yeah, but they got in friends. fact, most of them might have tuned out by now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to read about them, get their, their details, and we're going to crunch those numbers, if you will, and come up with a recommendation. Recommendation? Oh, one of those two? A reconditioned recommendation on um, what kind of RV type, and maybe we'll boil it all the way down to a brand and a floor plan. I don't know if we can get that granular and all that. But an RV type to look into for who they are, what they're about, where they are in life, and where they want to go. And maybe what questions we would need to ask, because we may not have all the info. Yeah. Well, let's get started. Who's our first person? Uh, Oh, did you give them names and everything? Yeah. Yeah. (gasps) Wow. Okay. I would like you to meet contestant number one. Are you starting? (laughs) Are you starting with the first one? Yeah, let's go ahead and do it. All right. 
It's it, this is not our strongest. Uh, I messed with this one. I'm sorry, everybody. But here we go. Hey, I would I like you to meet Miss Shower, Miss April Shower. <laughs> Well, there probably is somebody named April Shower. Yeah, but, but the last name we is spelled don't know them. S-C-H-A-U-E-R. Well, that I makes it totally different, think right? how she spells her last name is relevant oh, to no. her camping lifestyle. Okay. Yes, continue on. All right. Age 36. Now, as far as family goes, it's just her and a little boy who bonks his head all the days. Wait a second. Is this my son? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I am not kidding you. We get <laughs> pictures and hospital visits at yeah. least twice a month. So the on so Clint's phone. Last week's joy or week before he was jumping on a trampoline and launched himself into a headfirst into the corner of a coffee table and got a trip to the emergency room so they could glue him back shut again. Gross. But you know what? The guy, <laughs> he, he he was largely unfazed and it hasn't really bothered him. So it's yeah. just my life. Well, we may need to talk about that. That's that's kind of I weird. I don't know. I mean, Kids. it's hard he's headed. He's just not scared. Like no, wait, he's, he's just hard headed. Yeah, thank you. Save yourself. <laughs> Save yourself, Clint. Okay. All right. So, so for work, Miss April Shower works as a climatologist yeah climatologist. Ah, she's a weather girl well and and it's not and so it's not like your meteorologist who focuses more on the day to day but climatologist is over time <laughs> well don't offend her don't be rude to climatologists. Oh, I get it because her name is April Shower. Ah, ah. okay. All right. <laughs> Income of about 160000 per year. Now, the reason I came up with that number is I looked up the stats on climatologists' income. It turns out they do pretty good. All righty. Yeah. And in, uh, in like San Francisco, they make upwards of 226000 a year. Oh, that's important information that's for craziness, us to know. That's craziness, right? So maybe maybe as a second career, the three of us should go into climatology. I don't know. No? Okay. Do, right. they, do, do they accommodate both? Because um, <laughs> that's what we're good at. Hey, you're going to have to beep that out? No. Yes. yes. Okay. So I think the thing is, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I think they would like to not have to deal with it, but but in our current political age, they probably do. Ooh, we're getting political. Yeah. Now. No, not anymore. Okay. That's as close as we get. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. And experience with RVs up to this point, uh, she's traveled some as a kid within pop, in a pop-up with her parents and stupid brother. Um, and other interesting facts about April showers, um, has a weird allergy to sunlight and finds buffets to be expensive <laughs> and anticlimactic. <laughs> Travel goals. Oh, thank you, Lindsay. Lindsay. That wasn't me. That was Clint. <laughs> Lindsay did. I don't know. I don't know that this one, uh, uh, travel goals, the surface of the sun got to work around. Okay. We're going to have to. Okay. That I was messing with you. I thought you were going to change it. I I missed changing it. Okay. So what do, what do we suggest for Miss April and her head bonk son? Her travel goals are mainly, you know, national parks and Okay. You know, the the main ones. Mhm. Sure, the big ones. Nothing the, the too cities, crazy the, yeah. or off-grid, just kind of Fairly easy trips, but yeah. once wants to do the getaway. I mean, obviously likes nature stuff anyways. She's a climatologist. Wants to see things. Maybe a little bit on the nerdy side, which is, you know, and 
and has a son who's probably into chasing bugs and bonking his head. Well, I think uh, a woman and her son traveling together, most people automatically think, well, they need something small, you know, and yeah, it's pretty compact. It'd be great, easy okay. to manage. I say poo-poo on that. Mm. I say, especially if she doesn't like the sun, I'm not sure there is a certain thing as a sun allergy. Maybe there is. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. So if she doesn't like the sun, needs to be inside maybe during the heat of the Probably day. Probably needs some space. Then needs a bigger trailer. Okay. Absolutely. And even though it's just her and her son, you've got to go, say, 20 foot to 25 foot at least okay. to get a little move around room, even in national parks. So if you wanted to travel to all the national parks, you're probably going to stay a little while. We're not talking weekend trips. I, mean, I think week, a weekish kind of each outing average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, if you think in national parks, you're also thinking it needs to be somewhat maneuverable. So we don't want to don't want to go too big. Right. Because right. There, there's some limitations on access from roads, but also in the, the size of the spots you can put a RV or trailer in in national mm-hmm. parks. So maybe that's a consideration. So we're looking for that kind of mid mid size trailer range or RV range. Right. Right. Lindsay. Lindsay. Yes. Is this the sleeping part? <laughs> yep. So, yeah, I would say 20 to 25 foot. If you want to go a little smaller, have a bunkhouse. But I would also do a slide out because she's going to be inside in the afternoon. Okay. For plenty Um, of space to room around. Get something nice. A few cozies. Our wheelhouse here at Princess Craft obviously is trailers. So that's our go to. But Mm -hmm. would we would we postulate with her if we were just a friend who knows the industry and what's out there versus being here at Princess Craft? Would we say, yeah, do you consider motorized? What do you think? I, you know, I wouldn't. Okay. I would say no, only because uh, if she is a climatologist, she's gonna have a regular job, right? Okay. So she's gonna still be working. Um, Every trip's not gonna be a long trip, but if she's going to be spending some time inside this rig with a son who bonks his head, then let's let's get some space. And does she really need a big motorized to tow around well, you to maintain all year long? Yeah, so you don't typically tow you know? motorized, but... Retired, I'd, yes. Okay. But not retired, I would say no. Get yourself a comfy trailer. Okay. It'll work just as good, uh, a lot cheaper, and you could go with a high-end one or maybe a medium range. Mm-hmm. And, and have plenty of space. So I was thinking if you have a kid who bonks his head a lot, then sometimes you have to run out of the park to a quick emergency place for stitches and stuff like that. And if you're set up, your whole campsite set up and all that and deployed, and you know it's just going to be a trip into town and back, mm-hmm. closing it up to drive into town with a motorized yeah. can be a bit of a bear. And usually if it's someone with a youngish kid and all that, they probably aren't bringing a secondary like jeep or something like that in tow behind them if you only have one adult in the camping group then i think a trailer makes a lot of sense okay unless it's a single person okay all right so we're talking talking the the mid-sized trailer Mm -hmm. with uh with a bunkhouse kind of situation at least a spare bed a full-size spare bed Mm -hmm. um and a dinette slide out probably 
maybe larger, maybe some entertainment. I mean, even something like the 22 foot R pods, uh-huh. you know, it's not a pricey trailer, but it's plenty comfortable. Right. Got a little slide out. Very so accessible. there's walk around room. Uh-huh. You can get bunks in the back, okay. a nice bed in the front. You could even get a Murphy bed. Uh, so you've got plenty of space, you know, and that's, to me, that's a that's the starting point right. from there or bigger. So, so the I guess the weird kicker in here is climatologists allergic to the sun situation that Lindsay dreamed up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about we find our our next? I don't know eligible eligible bachelor for a okay. trailer. Yeah, okay, or or an RV, RV or something. Right. Ivar, is that how you? Yeah, Ivar. Have you ever known anybody named Ivar? Uh, I did watch a show called Vikings, and there is a historical <laughs> figure named Ivar, um, and he's in their mythology and all that. Okay, well, there you go. Um, Leave it to Clint. Ivar C. Right, good. Tell us about Ivar. Well, if you look at his initials, it's I see good. Ivar C. Good. Oh, geez. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Age 56. Family, wife, three kids, two dogs, one cat, and a lizard. Oh, geez. Work is obviously... Ophthalmologist, not optometrist, ophthalmologist. Because Ivar see good. That's right. That's right. Income is 150K plus a year. The wife is a stay at home mother, but formerly an accountant. Um, experience with RVs and travel has owned a sailboat, a Class C, uh, back in the late 90s and early 2000s. Uh, other interesting facts and tidbits. Likes scuba diving and sailing, snow skiing, has a private pilot's license, doesn't own a plane, rents them whenever he wants to fly. And travel goals. Some family trips with kids, some couple trips without kids, some visiting distant family and friends, scenic locations across the U.S. and maybe Canada, and has a romanticized view or vision for empty nesting and retirement travel. Works for, he works for the good life. What, what's your first thought, Lindsay, of a, of a trailer that these guys would like? Like one of those big old driving RVs with the flat fronts. Oh, a big Are diesel pusher or a, a motorhome? Yeah, yeah, back in class A sort of thing. Yeah, that's what you're thinking. Yeah, um, I think that that's an easy go to for this particular description. Yeah, yeah. But, well, they had the motorized before and they enjoyed it. Uh huh. Yeah, and this is so. And at this point, fifty six, just about time for empty nesters. So they're kind of going back and forth if they want to take the kids or not. And the kids are also going back and forth if they want to come or not, <laughs> right? Yeah, so you can't really do a B-Van. No, at you this know, point, probably not. You can't do a B-Van. Especially with the, the added cat and lizard. They're and not taking the lizard. They don't have to take them all with them. Oh, then why do I write them on the but paper? They <laughs> <laughs> We've been wondering that, Clint. They exist. <laughs> we are documenting here. They don't have to come. <laughs> but the but the kids might want to come sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, a B-Van, it's a good couples coach. Lots of great places they could go mm-hmm. in that. But if the kids are going to come, yeah, step up to even a small motorhome. They make okay. some smaller ones that you know, aren't huge. If they like to scuba dive, they like to ski, uh-huh. you know, a large motorhome sometimes is trickier to park. Right, you're right. Because I, I, unless they got a big one and they towed a vehicle behind. Sure. But I say they're a good candidate for either one of those, a small motorhome or a large one with a towable. Yeah, and with enough engine that if they wanted to pull maybe a small uh, sailboat 
or something along? Yeah, but I, I'm not a big fan of. Well, first of all, triple towing, I'm not a big fan of. Well, no, if they're in, if they're in a if they're in a drivable, then they can tow something small. Yeah, like one of those little catamarans you see. Yeah, I, I mean they could. So. But this guy's not going to want to do that. He rents everything he needs. Oh, you got a point He'll there. He'll show up there somewhere at the yacht club and rent something. You got a point there. Go I mean, have some fun. He does that with his airplane. He probably will take his family, you know, kicking and screaming to Oshkosh sometime. You think? Yeah, heck yeah. Ah. If, if, if his family doesn't want to go, I'll go with him. <laughs> okay, well, I, good luck finding Ivar Seeker. <laughs> I just have to look well. <laughs> All right, Lindsay, who we got next? Cricket Yoshida. Cricket, okay. First of all, uh-huh. we just finished with Ivar. He needs style, right? He needs an upscale, mm-hmm. stylish, yeah. you know, drive your house with you kind of thing. Okay. Cricket Yoshida. Yeah. Just need something fun and quirky. Well, right I don't even know about your cricket Right off yet. the bat. Well, I, I I think that that's fair because just based off of the the name and, and my naming You're connections right, here. Right. So Yoshida means lucky. And crickets are lucky. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Clint, like, what were you supposed to do with your life? Because, like, this sh- obviously, this is an outlet. It's just bizarre that you work at an RV dealership and then you come up with this idea and then you just come up with these names. <laughs> and it's not like you took like a week to no. do all of this. Like, you did it in what, like, fifteen minutes. Seventeen, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy. I, I don't know. I don't know why the quirks I have ended up here. But aren't we all lucky? Yes, yes. we are. I all mean, Yoshida. Clint is the king of brain dumps. We call them brain dumps. <laughs> so crazy. It just something I'm, just shows up. So, Cricket Yoshida, tell me about Cricket. She's thirty-two. She's single, but open to find quality people to spend time with. Uh, her work history is in a so high. Are tech we back to the dating game? Startup, <laughs> digital marketing, and creative fields. She's currently freelancing various jobs in those arenas. Oh, so she can probably work travel, travel yes. work. Mm, yes. Now there's a there's income a. is sixty five thousand a year, give or take. Experience with RVs and travel is backpacking, tent camping, various fly to trips, a cruise or two. Other interesting facts and tidbits. An awkward but brave and social person who recognizes her uniqueness is perfectly fine and comfortable to her. She likes the arts, music, tattoos, and will spend money on things and experiences that are of value to her, but is otherwise fairly minimalistic. Great singer. Huh, a great singer. Travel goals, no real plans, but wants to keep moving around and just keep from getting bored. Some fears of getting tied down or stuck. Hmm. Teardrop. <laughs> hey, the fur, ow. What, what happened? I don't know, I just made something in my neck do weird. Oh, um, hold on, let me, Cricket's now a chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I'm reading it and my first thought is like, oh, she should totally get a tax of Cricket. And then I'm like, yeah, you're just saying that because her name is Cricket. That would work, right? But. Yeah. But something that size, kind of that format? Well, yeah. The fact that she is minimalistic, but is willing to spend money on something that matters, like obviously a trailer. Mm -hmm. And 
But she's also really social. And those types of people generally like a bit of quirkiness and style in their campers. Right, right. I mean, you know that that quirky style. Yeah, absolutely. And the cricket has none of that. Oh, huh? <laughs> no, it, well, I don't I mean, know. I'm just saying that quirkiness <laughs> is part of it. And, you know, because she's freelancing, unless she has a trust fund, maybe an Airstream's not the ticket. But okay. um, something that's... The word keeps being thrown around lately about iconic. Okay. And she seems like somebody who would appreciate something fun, transient, right? kind of easily portable. You know, a new camp comes to mind, sure. maybe a 400. It's, okay. it's fun. It's different. You can work in one side, sleep in the other. Yeah. 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 She likes the outside. So She's something not that, allergic to the sun. Right. That makes yeah. it so much easier. <laughs> and I'm thinking something that that allows her to feel like it's very sturdy. Because if she's freelancing in the high tech, she's going to have some expensive gear probably with her. Now, she's going to be camping in places where she can work. So maybe some places that are off grid, but more than likely yeah. she's looking for cellular signal, more state parky mm -hmm. kind of situations, I think. But there's a whole lot of kind of hybrid off grid trailers out there that would work. Right, right. Um, like, you know, we carry an Ibex uh, that you could get a small Ibex and it's got plenty of space. Uh -huh. It's got lots of clearance for going a little bit off grid. Yeah. It's got a 2000 watt inverter. It's got solar panels. You know, it's got enough to keep you powered. Right. Uh, add a digital booster to the top. And there you go. She could work and go anywhere. But but the ibexes don't really fit that quirky. Iconic, but they're not that quirky, right? Yeah, right. So there's a little give and take. So, maybe maybe she's looking for a used airstream or something of that lot. Yeah. The, but she's solo, and anything that's very old might come with its repair and maintenance issues too. Man, there's a lot to consider and unpack here, unpack here, right? Hmm. I still, I still think with a good tow vehicle, and I didn't even think of putting down tow vehicles and all that. I think something in the teardrop shape, one something in that family, mm -hmm. would be pretty fantastic. Or maybe same kind of shape, but more of an overlanding build, like our Vorshear uh, trailer, the XOC, and what have you. Yeah. The only thing I see about the XOC, uh -huh. it's it is a cool. I mean, it looks like a space rover right right kind of thing but not as easy to work in if you've got gear right uh, she and she's workspace. outdoors she's got to have you know backpacks uh, some of her camping type gear right she likes to be outdoors so you got to have enough space for that and maybe a table to sit at and work yeah at. okay okay all right so maybe one of the one of the larger mid-sized to larger teardrop so you get the quirkiness yeah. the the mm -hmm. that kind of that vintage modern vintage balance that they strike mm -hmm. the base camp mm -hmm. yeah. is is a cool unit maybe a, a base camp if she found one in her price range right uh things like that uh i think that's what would it has to be something that stands out yeah if your name is cricket yoshida i mean you just got to start there yeah base camp if she could find a good shape slightly used and affordable bambi maybe yeah how much fun yeah she That'd needs cool. some fun. That'd be cool. Would we not steer her to van life? 
because for the past five years or so, this has been a very van life kind of crowd. I think she is perfect for van life, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Lindsay, your take? Yes. Okay, hot take. (laughs) (laughs) Be sure you don't use too many words. (laughs) Okay, so uh, Cricket, I think you've uh, done well here. To consider yeah, teardrops and van, van life, or a teardrop, or maybe maybe she can get one and then down the road pair up the other. So she starts with a teardrop and then eventually gets a van and keeps her teardrop. Well, I mean, we'll all dream of having all the things. Yes, we will. You no, know, I want to have a. <laughs> we know those people who eventually have a warehouse to keep all of their toys so yeah. they can pick what they want. Yeah, but and, uh, no, she just needs one thing. Two things would tie her down. Okay. She's, okay. she's got to keep moving. All right. Here we go. PJ, you want to take number four? Selena and Leonard Williams, age 40 and 42, couples with active kids and dogs. Uh, he is a blue collar worker, a little stereotypical for a guy who grew up in a small town. Mm-hmm. So what does a blue collar worker mean to you? Uh, anyone who uh, kind of works the trades. Maybe electrician, plumber, maybe anything mechanical, auto mechanic, uh, diesel mechanic. A mailman. Aircraft, uh, aircraft, uh, air conditioning. Mail people. Mail mail people, yeah, yeah, someone. Mail people, Mm -hmm. sorry. Okay, so something along those lines is what I'm thinking, or maybe a little bit of time in the oil field or something like that, Uh, transportation. Ah, well, you did say here that He's been an expert plumber and foreman for the past 15 years, and she's been a beautician hairdresser and is currently an office manager for Edward Jones. Mm. So, excellent. Okay, so household income of 120K per year between the two of them. Um, it doesn't have, have anything down for their experience with RVs and travel. Here's the other interesting facts and tidbits. Uh-oh. Uh, They always stay close to their hometown with longtime friends, family, and a tight-knit scene. They like lake days, boating, hunting and fishing, social gatherings like barbecues and softball games. They still attend high school football games. Uh, They like beer and flavored seltzers. Uh, They have a work-hard, play-hard mindset, and, uh, and they travel and do sports with the kids. They do travel and school sports with the kids. Their travel goals are family getaways to easy destinations where the parents can relax and the kids can do just whatever. And they go to some sporting events like uh, the travel baseball games, travel soccer games and stuff like that. I think I know these people. Yeah? Yeah, we see a lot of people that fit this description. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I, You know, I would say... Find yourself a 25-foot bunkhouse, like uh-huh. a Jayco. Okay. And uh, something basic like that. Uh, a, a bunkhouse passport, something that's a standard trailer. It's going to be great. It's going to be versatile. Okay. It'll get you anywhere you want to go. It is, uh, it, it is a medium-quality build. It is, I don't know, it'll, it'll do all the things. It'll get you to the lake. Yeah. So I when I was thinking about this, I was definitely not thinking motorized for them. I don't know why motorized just never really entered my mind. Well, it's a whole lot of a lot more money, uh-huh. a lot more maintenance. Um, 
And, you know, there's some upkeep. Uh, we always talk about trailers and you get a medium build, you get something that maybe isn't top of the line. And I, Jayco builds a good product. Mm-hmm. You buy something in that vein. And I only use that because, number one, they sell a lot of trailers. And number two, it's a recognizable kind of right. genre. Right. Um, but if he's handy, he can keep it running. Sure. sure. He can fix it himself. And, you know, it isn't like taking your keeping up an entire vehicle. So it's much more affordable and you can get a lot of space and go a lot of places and sleep a lot of kids who bring their friends. Sure they do. You know, bring the baseball. Yeah. Yeah. The baseball team can come to your trailer, you know, for uh, Coke and pizza in between games. I mean, get get a nice 25 to 30 foot. Towable uh, bunkhouse yeah. model and just have a great time. So this is, I think that I'm starting to learn a, a certain perspective on myself is that as long as you have young to, to maybe early teen kids, maybe even all the way through having kids at all, um, I lean towards having a trailer versus having motorized just for the sake of having a runaround vehicle that you can detach. Because at my campsites, if I want to take the kids down from the campsite to the river or to the beach or or quickly to the convenience store or something, usually there's something I just want to throw them in, in the vehicle, get them down there, chunk them in the water, you know? <laughs> and so I think that that detachable tow vehicle actually means something to me while the kids are still in the picture. I think I would feel trapped if I couldn't just get pat- somewhere yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, or I would hesitate to set up a big camp. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Okay. But I, again, that's however you camp, however you travel. Okay. Uh, Lindsay, how about contestant number five? I love Beatrice. Beatrice Canner. She's 63. She has a husband, grown kids, not at home, and grandkids. She's retired. She has 120000 a year. Household income. She did the usual family trips and whatnot through the years but much experience with not much experience with RVing looking to get away sometimes with their husband but likely more often to get some time and space to herself other interesting facts and tidbits ex-military with related international travel experiences travel goals wants a good mix of quiet relaxing and colorful experiences like beautiful towns festivals rummage sales historic places wineries river walks etc she isn't sure how to describe what she likes but she's somewhere in the i'm bohemian shabby chic quirky vintage but I'm not too old. Look, I know how to use emojis on my phone. iPhone 5 kind of crowd. <laughs> I am oh Beatrice. <laughs> I am Beatrice. I love Beatrice already. Beatrice needs and to And she just... wears the coolest t-shirts. And and uh, for some reason, really neat glasses frames. I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. The, think? the ones with the like super bling. Yeah. Yeah. They got little little rhinestones on the side. Because we know so many of them. Because they're awesome. 
Okay. And they're notable know, when they walk in. Because they're everywhere so, in the camping them. world. So I think that before we even talk <laughs> about her RV, do we need to talk about, uh, what was it, Girls on the Fly and Girl Camper? Girls uh, on the Fly? Women, yeah. yeah. What Which group is that? Sisters, sisters on the Fly. Sisters, sisters on the Fly. So she is, she is a sister. Yeah, oh, yeah. That would fit. And yes. She just needs an old Shasta that she rebuilt painted pink what about a new shasta so that she's not having to rebuild <laughs> are there no. new shastas i no, well, i don't know i don't know how handy shastas. not anything that looks like the vintage they they made them for a while but yeah okay but um, a vintage cruiser okay sure or something fun but she needs like a 20 footer nothing bigger sure something you can she's a glamper she's a wannabe glamper yeah, she just wants to get her toe in the water with glamping and get away right. with that crowd sometimes. Sure, sure. So, yeah, she just needs a little 20-foot trailer, a bed on one side, you know, a dinette on the other. If she wants to slide out, she could have a little extra space there, but something fun. She needs okay. something fun. Are we thinking motorized for her? No. No? No, 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 no. Is one That of doesn't her, fit the look, Is does one it? of her daughters Cricket Yoshida? That would be perfect, wouldn't it? Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> that would be perfect. So, so something along the lines, uh, maybe that has an already built-in glamping motif to it. The, like you said, the vintage cruiser, maybe a retro RV, something that already has a vibe to it. That, or she could make it her own, but... Right. Uh, if she wants to do something that really suits her, which is what it sounds like, um, yeah, she needs something that she looks at and goes, ooh, I like that. Right. And she's the type of person to me that who's going to decorate her space with whatever she enjoys. And it will then she'll rationalize that it all makes sense to her. And that's fine because no one else will get it. Mm hmm. Right. That's right. And who cares? Because who cares? Yeah. So cool. We, we all we all like Beatrice Canner. Versus we, Potter. We do. Okay. We do. And she just needs, she just needs a little 20 foot trailer. Something What's easy. wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. You just, sometimes you have to just ignore it, Lindsay. Just ignore it. <laughs> just, I would say just walk away, but don't walk away. Finish the episode, Lindsay. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Is this a fun game or are we I'm tanking having, here? I think it's pretty invigorating. I mean, to me, obviously, to me. Well, I know <laughs> these people. Once you describe them, I feel like I know them. All right. Well, how about you read uh, number six, the last one for us? The last one, Dwayne Coots. Mm -hmm. Dwayne Coots. <laughs> uh, <laughs> really, Clint? Dwayne Coots. <laughs> oh, goodness. There's probably somebody named Dwayne Coots listening, and this is just horrible. I, just, I mean, we see some terrible names here. We see so many go by, but mm -hmm. Dwayne Coots. I wish I could say some of them. Oh, okay. so Dwayne is 38. He's divorced. Uh, he has a long-term girlfriend. He's in between dogs. That's right. He's still getting over the last great dog he had. Aww, Aww. Bubba. He's also a father of two. So, uh, so we'll factor that in. And he has his own landscaping business. Okay. All right. Right. Yep. 
And he's got this RV thing down. He rented a Class B once. He went along with the family in their 36-foot toy hauler. He grew up tent camping, car camping with parents and siblings. And the other interesting facts and tidbits, he's taken the opportunity to help with disaster relief efforts. After a couple of hurricanes and a few tornado events, heart of gold kind of guy who'd like to help anybody but faces his own demons quietly. <laughs> what? <laughs> now we're doing therapy? <laughs> yeah, but that's what this RVing experience is part of, is, is, so, is a little bit of that therapy piece. Okay, he wants to be an outdoorsman, dreams of heading out with the guys for hunting and fishing trips, likely to do trips with the kids to reconnect and get them off their phones. If he can get them to come along, he might find a way to connect RV ownership to emergency responder interest. This guy needs a Lance a therapist. 2445. <laughs> <laughs> a therapist and a Lance 2475? Tell us tell us why that floor plan works. Because it has bunks in it. Okay. That was it. That's it. That's all you got. Yeah, that's all I got. No, it has bunks, but it has space. But he, he just needs, seems like a Lance guy. He, like, needs, he does seem like a Lance guy, but he needs an outdoor kitchen. He, well, which you can set up. It doesn't have to be built in. It can be set up, kids right? won't. His kids won't always be there. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I like about the bunks on the 2445. So, They're like tucked away and so like you still have plenty of space even yeah, if but kids could sleep in a in a dinette if it's a large enough trailer he needs a lance something he's a lance guy he he's lives a, a little bit above his means and uh he's ready for that dog yeah so so with this he's he with his kids that he's possibly trying to reconnect with they may still need their space his his space is one on on one side of the trailer the lance bunk is on the far end right it's pretty easy to separate Mm -hmm. the space if he wants to go with the guys it still has enough sleeping space for them to do a fishing trip all of them one trailer right fishing or hunting trip right yeah so it's a little bunkhouse so that would be good bunkhouse yeah material Um, there and if he's doing possibly these emergency responder things where he's going down to the coast or something like that, then he might be taking a few guys, you know, they might be rebuilding houses or something like that. So again, some more sleeping space. So I'm thinking, yeah, something with bunks. A nice size trailer. He needs a 30 foot trailer with some bunks in the back, some space. I'm kind of hell bent on this outside kitchen thing. Okay. Because he needs to create these events. Okay. And he wants to be an outdoorsman. So, Guys really like cooking outside and and creating that outdoor space. You know what else you guys know, with really a big like? Pop up tent. What? Clicking their tongs together when yes. they're cooking outside. You cannot pick up tongs without clicking them. You have yeah, to. Yeah, you can. Promise. Uh, I've done it. I, I, don't tell anybody that. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm just. I don't I'm just like saying. It. I bet no. Dean. What's his name? Dwayne. Dwayne. Dwayne really just clicks just, him twice. Yeah. So he needs whatever trailer he picks and a good set of tongs. Yeah, he's the kind of guy who ties something down and says, and 
you know, pulls and, and lets go of the, the string and says, that'll hold or yeah. that's not going anywhere. You have and to. then it ends up on the road. That's not going anywhere. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, guys like this, they they are going for the experience and they you you can relate to somebody who wants to be more of an outdoorsman than maybe they are. Right. Right. So uh, if that's the case, at the very least, you need an outside kitchen. And then, you know, maybe a big awning, sure. maybe tent rooms, things like that, that you can always add on, make a great outdoor space. Right. You know, that's but a nice thing about- a big enough trailer. Yeah, that's the nice thing about RVs, even for any of these people is, is no matter who we are, um, adding something like RVing of any type to your life is a little bit speaking to what you want to become. Yes, of course. It's a little bit cosplay at the beginning until maybe you've done it enough that you've really kind of morphed a little bit. So, well, it's pretty easy to like buy a ticket on a cruise line or to buy a ticket to go to Disney World. Right. And, right. and that's your adventure. But when you buy an RV, you then have to move to the next step mm-hmm. to plan the adventure right so it, buying it isn't the adventure sure, no. it's it's what you hope to do with it but that takes some more effort exactly so so cost of purchase aside cost of ownership aside each outing you're you sim, seem to be more invested in i think is mm-hmm. is kind of the point gosh i have versus seen, just show up yes and we see people that bring in a trailer that they've only had for three or four months and they have added so much to this trailer. Right. I mean, from decorating it and wall decor to cabinets here. I put shelves here. I put a hanging bar here. You know, I, I rebuilt this corner. I mean, they do all kinds of crazy things because they get invested in the project. Some of those people have great adventures. Some of them, I will have to say, they enjoy fixing up the camper more than they do going on the adventure. Sure, that is the adventure. And some of them just planning the adventure is too overwhelming. It's true. And they don't know where to go. They don't know what to pick. They, you know, don't, mm. Mm -hmm. but they liked, they like buying the trailer and getting it ready. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, as this guy wants to go places. Sure. So he needs a big enough RV to suit lots of different things and feel like an adventure. I like it. Very so much. I'd put him in a big, tricked out 30 footer. So this is something that I was just thinking is if someone shows up looking at RVs, detail like this, if you can actually give some of, you don't have to give some of this nitty gritty background. You don't have to tell people your income. You don't have to tell people your your, your background story, your, your dead dog and stuff like that. I don't know what you can. You can't. You can't. <laughs> you totally but can. There are some things that you can that you can help with. You can help your, your salesperson with. Right. You say if right. you because a lot of times we start talking features mm-hmm. and stuff like that and size and features. And we're going off of some very limited visual cues sometimes. Right. And if we know what your 
real inclinations are, what your goals are, what you're hoping to accomplish, that can really go a long, long way. Yeah. Who, who you bring with you? Maybe you're shopping and it's just you or just you and your, your wife or, or something like that. Uh, maybe you're the girl camper uh, person, the, the sisters on the fly person, and we don't know, you know, that most of the time you're going to be bringing your daughter, your daughter-in-law or your granddaughters and all that. This is really good information. That's the stuff that whoever is helping you look for a trailer needs to know. And we've talked about that before. You have to tell them things like, yeah, um, I'm hoping to take, you know, my kids. They're grown, but mm -hmm. I, maybe they'll camp with me sometimes. Right. And I always caution on that one. And I'm like, yeah, you but do. that's going to yeah. be like once every two years. Right. They're not going to be able to come as much as mm -hmm. you want them to. It's kind of like visiting you. I mean, it's just, it just right. happens. So plan for yourself. But if they do come, here's some right. options. So, but so this is also things like what you want to do. Yes. Yeah. It's important to think about that. Another thing that I tell people, mm -hmm. which, you know, really helped here is plan a trip or two. Get out a calendar. Plan where you want to go for the next year. Not only does it help people get past that second step of planning trips, which is hard. I mean, it's like we all plan things that we don't do. Sure. But it it nails down the right. idea of where you really are going to be able to go. Right. And, you know, if you don't really know what kind of camper you are, what your goals really are, if you start planning trips, your the type of trip plans you make will actually inform you on what your goals are. Let, let's say you, you're you like, I, I, I want to do something. I don't know what. Well, fine. Say plan three trips and then go, what do these three trips have in common? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> now I know what kind of camper I am. <laughs> now I know what I want to do. Yeah. Well, I, know, so, I know what I'm looking forward to, what interests me um, and stuff like that. And then you can go to an RV dealership, meet a salesperson. You can say, look, this is who I realize I am as a camper or who I want to be, where I want to find myself and how yeah. and when and with whom. So if we were to do this exercise with the three of us individually, mm -hmm. would we pick the camper that we have now? I would be very close. Yeah. I, I So I currently have an Intech Discover. Um, so describe yourself, Clint Sandberg. All right. So, so... Clint means, depending on who you ask, a, a city, city or village on a hill. And Sandberg means the, uh, a sand mountain, a big sand, sand dune. So it's not funny at all. Yeah. All right. So, um, and a big city on a sand dune, which which is kind of like a house yeah, that won't stand. Disaster, <laughs> disaster movie. Um, let's see. Age 41. Wife, two kids, one bonks his head a lot. Um, and let's see. What kind of camping would you describe that you do? I I do a lot of the kind of state park kind of stuff, but mm -hmm. I have more recently tried to find off-grid things mm -hmm. that a little further way out of cell phone signal uh, requires me to plan around will there be electricity or not? Will there be water or not? Mm -hmm. um, I do want my kids to explore. I want to hike with them. I want to fish with them, even though I don't have much background in fishing. I want them to have more than I grew up with. Mm -hmm. um, so that's those are kind of my, my goals. It, all my goals at this moment in time are with the wife and the kids. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't bring the cat. She takes care of herself. 
<laughs> Thank goodness. Um, You're a crazy cat. Uh, yeah. So, so you have basically something we didn't talk about. You have a toy hauler with fold-out bunks. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't have a bathroom. It doesn't have all these things in it. No. So I do bring, so, if I need to bring facilities, I bring facilities. So you like that kind of camping. You have always wanted to be even more of an outdoorsman than you are. Absolutely. That's, so, that's fair. I grew up not, I mean, we, we had a ranch with goats and all that, but in which we just worked with the livestock all the time. But I always thought that ranch was going to be a place to be to learn to be a Boy Scout. I wasn't in Boy Scouts, but always uh -huh. wanted to be. I wanted to, to do all the camping, fishing, hunting and all that, never did. Um, I wanted to backpack everywhere. Um, I wanted to do all the, the mountain biking, all that stuff that never really happened. I think I still have a little bit of that boy in me who wants to uh -huh. at least be in those places. Yeah, so this gets you one step closer to that idea sure. of what you would love to do, what you would love to be, and you get to bring your family along with you. Yeah, yeah, and yep. luckily for me, my wife loves that stuff. She grew up doing more of that outdoor stuff than I did yeah. in really nice, beautiful places in Colorado and whatnot. So, so that good works. choice. That good works. Choice. Nah, she, what she, she's smarter than I am. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Lindsay? How would you describe yourself and the camping that you would love to do? Mm, I mean, I guess the most of the camping that I do now is actually like RV parks, if I think about it. Yeah, well. Because of the rally and because, I mean, that's where we do a lot of our camping and then just going, you know, down to the parks by the lake. So most of it is RV parks. But the way that you're like in state parks and you want to go like a little bit more wild, mm -hmm. I'm in like RV parks and I want to go like a little bit more wild, which is like state parks. <laughs> sure, sure. And, and That's my little bit more wild. And uh, CCC parks and things like that. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I don't really want anything more out of my camping life except for to go more often. I don't really want to camp any differently than I already do. So if we were describing you, do you think we would pick your trailer for you? Or close to it. I mean, okay. anything. It's Soul Horizon or a R-Pod or a you know, something something smaller, more nimble. Yeah, like a, one of those for. little escapes or Yeah. So uh, those things, it sounds like you're not asking for much. Uh, you happen to have a fantastic. No, I love my trailer. trailer. But if you're not I asking could for pick much. anything, it would be my trailer. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. But I, I if really somebody was picking for me, yeah, I think they would choose some. I mean, just like minimalistic in the sense that, like, you know, it's small, but I, I, yeah, I would like to have a bathroom and a kitchen yeah. and a bed. That's okay. it. Yeah. So you're in the 18 to 20 foot category. Yeah. All right, PJ. Well. Tell, tell us more. I'm old. I'm working. Yeah, guys, she, has, she runs circles around much. us and outthinks us on all fronts. <laughs> I so. don't think so. But so I, yeah, my husband is retired. Um, uh, he was tired already? What? He, he, he retired? Oh. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Okay, tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I don't get the jokes. <laughs> um, 
So, yeah. So my husband's retired. We like, I mean, we've considered some super long trips, but for the most part, our trips have been 10 days at the most or a long weekend. Mm -hmm. And um, we have stayed in Texas, although we would consider going farther. Uh, And uh, we want some comfort, Mm -hmm. but we don't need a whole lot of space. We wanted a space where we could sit with more than just the two of us in case our kids or grandkids were coming along, but it really isn't for them. It's just a nice place to hang out. Okay. In our trailer, we have uh, the Terra, and so there's no slide, uh, but a very nice separate toilet shower set up. Right. Uh, It is the smallest, most comfortable trailer I could find with a walk-around bed. Okay, yeah. Okay. So that's why we picked that is it is the smallest walk around bed uh, that we could find. And I just love it. Right. That and the Lance 2075 were what Uh, I would pick because small non-slides. And I don't know why non-slides appeal to me, Mm -hmm. but I guess because it's always just set up. Yeah, you, you unlock the door. It's always set and up and it's in. easier. Right. I like the easy portion of it. So maybe that's that's part of what we like about camping is easy. Yeah. We don't need to set up a big clamping setup, giant tents, a whole bunch of outdoor equipment. We just want it easy. So, yeah, most of the time I don't even put out my awning. I forget I have it. <laughs> I've, actually, I've actually been to the rallies where you're like, oh, yeah, I have an awning. Oh, I have an awning. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think that the, I, I think people who probably were picking for me would pick something bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like I like as small as I can get with a walk around. Bed. I think people who really know you would not pick a McMansion on wheels. If I you. were picking for you, I would pick the Terra. If I was picking for dad, I would pick like uh, a little a driving one. A drivable? Mm-hmm. Class B? Class A? The one with the little overhang thing. Class B? Yeah. Is that class? No, that's class a little C. overhang uh, Class thing. C. Like the hat. Uh, <laughs> y'all, she's been in this business the hell all you her call life. It? I know, but we don't sell I them. Don't, I don't know what to tell you about the, that. The hat. The I RV mean, with the hat. You were seven years old when we bought Princess Craft. Hat. It's a class C. Is that class C? Yeah. Yes. So you would choose that for your dad? I can just imagine him like driving it. With his aviators on. And, yeah. And, I don't know. I, actually, I would pick, I think it's possible we could get him in a, in a B plus. What's a, that? A larger B van. A big hat? A big, well, no. <laughs> it's more of a, a van, but the larger, taller one. Enough space to stand up, because he's tall. Yeah, and move around. And even if that bed wasn't, I maybe a twin bed set up in the back, I'm, okay. I'm not sure. But something, that's a big deal because he gets up at night and that's important to him that it's not crowded or cramped. Okay. So, but I think he would enjoy having a driving unit that was smaller. Yeah. Just because, you know, even our our trailer now, which is not huge, but it's 27 feet, uh, it can feel big at times, especially if it's windy. Sure. So, I don't know. I I think we can pick for people. We probably can get close, but all of us 
you know, maybe we need to have one for a few years and then a different one. That's fine. That's fine. And and that's I I think that's perfectly acceptable. If you find something and you love it for a couple years and you're like, you know what? I've had that moment and now I want to try. I think I know myself better. Yeah. Or even if you don't love it for a couple of years, you just use it. And I mean, they should be just ways to have experiences, not the unit itself so much, but ways to have new experiences. Okay. Well, does that wrap us for this episode? I I think uh, we could talk forever about matching people to RVs. Kind of fun. Yeah, but then you would have to create more people. And this is kind of exhausting, (laughs) quite frankly. All right. Everybody, thank you for listening to this episode of the RV Small Talk Podcast. We, uh, we We do feel grateful that you join us for each episode. So if you are listening to us right here at the end of this podcast, go into your podcast player, subscribe, like, review, and whatnot. If you are an Apple podcast, we appreciate that very much. Uh, check us out at rvsmalltalk.com. Join us on social media, RV Small Talk Podcast, and go over and subscribe on YouTube to our page there. We will share videos there. Sometimes we have other things. Uh, and we also do a Friday Live, generally at 1230 in the afternoon central time here in the u.s um where you yeah. can jump on and we can see a lot of your comments sometimes the technology doesn't work perfectly but we can see your comments and we can respond to them it's a little bit more interactive we actually really enjoy that so join us on fridays yes and after all of that that we say at every podcast i would like to say just thank you for being here very good everybody we're out can you sing the match song again? Sing us out. Yeah, that's the wrong one. Yeah, not the match game, the dating game. Keep singing. How does it go? He won't. He won't. Uh, he won't cut anything. So, I embarrassed myself once. I think it's enough. Why is it embarrassing? You're the only one that knows the song. I think that's pretty cool. I want to know the song.